Hello and welcome to Heavenly Manor with Milton Harris. Now on today's broadcast, we're going to let you listen to a message delivered in our evening service at Newbridge Baptist Church entitled, Be of Good Cheer. Appreciate it. All right, Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 9, verse number 2. And behold, that they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be a good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. And we want to focus in on this phrase tonight, be of good cheer. These words are mentioned some five times in our New Testament. It's a statement of encouragement. It literally means to cheer up. And if there's ever probably a time uh, we need a little cheering up, <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but it just seems like there's a battle. Uh, don't You turn to the right, there's a battle. You turn to the left, there's a battle. You go far, there's a battle. You try to back up, and there's a, there's a battle. I mean, it's just seems like it's a constant battle. And I believe the closer we get to the Lord coming, there going to be more and more and more battles. And we, Christians, are being accused of all the problems. The idea is if we do away with the Christians and we do away with the church, that's going to solve all of our problems because that's where all the problems are. But in reality, that's where all the solutions are. And if it had not been for the church... It had not been for the Christians, especially uh, there of our forefathers, and even those that didn't profess Christ said that Christianity influenced them. And if it had not been for them, our nation would not be blessed and be the great nation that we are. But that is declining, I'm afraid, uh, the further we get away from God. It's sad. We won't try... Everything under the sun, but the one thing, the leader, the king of Nineveh recognized it when Jonah come and preached that eight-word message. He recognized that the only hope they had was the Lord. And I wish our leaders today could see that because the one thing we need is the gospel going out through our land. If it won't make a difference, get the gospel out. It's got to be a change in here. But I've said all that to say, I'm glad there's some things in the Word of God that we can look at and be of good cheer and hopefully cheer us up whatever comes our way. And first of all, we see this first, uh, be a good cheer, but be a good cheer for His pardon, for the victory over sin. He said here, some be a good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And isn't it wonderful to know that the Lord Jesus Christ will and can forgive us of our sins? He's able. He's willing and He's able. You remember when we got saved? Our sins were cast out and we call it to the sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west, you can't catch up from the east and the west. In other words, thrown out there. And aren't you glad that we can come uh, and confess our sins as a child of God and He's faithful just to forgive us and to cleanse us. I, I don't know about you, 
But that ought to cheer us up. We ought to be a good cheer to know that we're serving a Lord that can forgive us of our sins. He can pardon us. For the wages of sin is death. I don't know about you, David. I'm glad to be pardoned. Amen. I'm glad to be pardoned. And so thank God uh, there for His pardon, for His victory over sin. You can clean up the outside, but eventually the inside's going to come through. That's why we must be born again. Amen? And thank God we can have victory. So cheer up. We've got pardoned. We've got forgiveness of sins. I don't know about you, but hey, I thank God for that. Aren't you glad we're not going to have to be judged for our sins? Now, you and I will be judged at the judgment seat of Christ for our works. But praise God, it's not for our sins. Now, our sins may hinder our works and we may lose reward. But praise God, I'm glad Jesus Christ paid that price on the cross of Calvary. All right, let's move on. Second one, and I said there's five of these. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 27, he said, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And let me say, tonight, as the disciples were out on the Sea of Galilee, and the storm had came up, and they were frightened. And they see Jesus come walking to them on the water. And they're perceiving it as a spirit. But Jesus, what did he say, be a good cheer? It is I. So let me say tonight, be of good cheer for his presence. Aren't you glad that we have his presence in the midst of the storms of our life? I'm going to tell you what, the storms come, the storm clouds rise. Sometimes the wind is blowing, oh my goodness, and we, we think the storm's going to bring us down. But aren't you glad for His presence, amen? And so when He said, it is I, be of good cheer. Tonight, be of good cheer. Cheer up! He said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Aren't you glad we have His presence, His Holy Spirit, uh, there is in us, thank God for His presence. I don't know about you, but there's times in the storms of life, I don't know how I could face or how I would have faced those storms without His presence. And I don't know what storm lies ahead. But thank God I know I'll have His presence. Amen. Let me say thoroughly, this same incident is kind of recorded in Mark 6.50, but I want you to see something a little bit different. Mark 6, 50 says, For they all saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked with them, and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. Let me say tonight, be of good cheer for his proclamations, for his words. He talked with them. He said, It is I, be not afraid. And let me say, this is victory in our situations. Victory in our situation. No matter what our situation is, we can have victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. He can speak to us. You say, preacher, how does He speak to us? Well, let me say, He speaks to us through His Word. Is that not what 
He done. He spoke to them. He gave them His word. Amen. There in the ship, in the midst of the storm, He spoke to them. And thank God He can speak to us today through His word. You ever just kind of been troubled and all of a sudden it seems like the Holy Spirit that indwells us will bring up Scripture. You ever have that happen? I don't know about you, but man, that, that'll bring cheer. That'll cheer you up. And so uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is saying, cheer up, be a good cheer. Hey, listen, you've got my words. You've got my promises. The Lord is not slack concerning His promises as some men count slacks. I'm going to tell you what, if the Lord spoke it, He promised it, you can take it to the bank. So we see that there be a good cheer for His proclamation. Victory in our situations. But fourthly, right quick, again in John 16, 33, He said, These things have I spoken to you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now if you read the previous verses, you'll find that Jesus is telling them that they're, go- they're going to suffer. They're going to uh, go through trials and tribulation. This world is going to bring suffering upon them. I'm going to tell you what, since the Garden of Eden, when sin came in to everyone's life, also comes suffering. That's why. People say, why do people have to suffer? Why does this one over here just seem like go through life and never have any problems? And this one over here goes through life and they suffer and they have troubles and they have trials. And, have that. and folks, I can't explain it, but why does why it suffer? Now, I, I know we can bring suffering on ourselves when we disobey God. But I'm going to tell you what, uh, there, I can't explain uh, there why sometimes people suffer even though they haven't sinned. Although they, they love the Lord, they're born again, they're trying to live for God. The only explanation I can say, it's all because of sin going all the way back to the Garden of Eden. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't explain why that is. But let me say this, be of good cheer because the Lord can give us peace. Peace. Aren't you glad, as he said, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God for the peace with God. And, and Paul in his epistles, and he said, and the peace from God. I'm glad we can have the peace from God because of now our relationship, because now he's our Heavenly Father. But aren't you glad there he said we can enjoy the peace of God? Well, let's keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Thank God for the peace. And so when we're going through all these times of suffering, we're going through all these things in life, the Lord is the one that can speak peace to our heart. Now, he's not going to come on the scene and verbally go, Peace! But it's going to be right here. It's going to be right here. He's going to be, you know where else it's going to be? Right here. He's going to speak peace. And that's how, I'm going to tell you, this world offers peace. Oh, man, they, how many of y'all, ever since I can remember, they've been talking about peace in the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East. Peace in the And every leader... I remember Clinton promised he's going. He was going to uh, bring the Palestinians and the and the Jews together and all. And but it blew up in his face, folks. I'm going to tell you what. This world may give you a temporary peace, but I'm going to tell you what. 
trouble is coming right behind it. Destruction's coming right behind it. The true peace that you and I have is in the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, my peace I give to you, not as the world. And the world cannot give us that inward peace. That world can give us maybe an outward peace, but not an inward peace. And by the way, let me just go ahead and tell you, there will never be true peace over in the Middle East until the Prince of Peace comes back and rules and reigns. Does that mean we shouldn't try carefully, but not at the, at the expense of forsaking Israel? Let me just say that. I'm going to tell you what, if we ever try to do anything to force Israel to cater in, we're in trouble. Amen. I'm glad that he can speak peace in our time of suffering. All right, lastly, let's look at this. The last place that we find this is in Acts 23, verse 11. He said, And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou have testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. We find here Paul has been arrested and he had hoped to go to Rome. And here it is, the Lord has appeared to him. By the way, if you have your Bibles where it gives you red, letter, red letters, you'll see these are red letters. This is where the Lord came to Paul at night and said, Be a good cheer. Cheer up, Paul. You are going to go to Rome. And you're going to testify me in Rome. And so we see here, Be a good cheer for his power. This is victory in service. The Lord has the power. If the Lord tells us that we need to go somewhere or we need to go do something, He is going to give us the power. He's going to give us the ability to do His service. Whatever it is to serve Him, be a good cheer. He has the power. He has the ability. And He will see that you have it. Amen. So be of good cheer. Cheer up tonight. We're glad we got his pardon. We're glad we got his presence. We're glad we got his proclamation. We're glad we've got his peace. And tonight be glad we got his power. Amen. He's going to see us through. Praise his holy name tonight. Amen.